Good evening, everybody. This week is Parshas Kisavo, and we are continuing with the Halachas at Sneas. This is part four. So last week we discussed the source for the concept of Sneas in the Torah, which was a Pasuk in Parshas Kisetze. We also discussed the importance of Sneas and how and why it brings so much Kedusha when one is careful about it, and what is the reason for the prohibition and the Isser in the presence of men. We also discussed the halacha of a neckline, uh, what are the boundaries in the front of the neck and sides and in the back. So the next thing I'd like to discuss is the concept of the length of the skirt. So, and this discussion actually covers much more than this specific issue. It's very interesting. It, it, it really, the concept of skirt length is includes within it the issue with wearing tight clothing in general, it touches on the issue of clothing that's too sheer and somewhat see-through, and it also touches on the problem of when undergarments are visible or discernible through the clothing. All these are actually a similar problem. The, the legs from the knee up, sorry, including the knee, from the knee up, are referred to as yerech, in Lashna Kaidish, Yerech meaning thigh. So that, that part of the body is called a Yerech. And that part of the body has to be totally hidden. As we see, it's a Pasuk in Shirim that says, Chamuke Yerechayach. <clears throat> a person's thighs are hidden. And that's the reason why women wear skirts to begin with. And as we know, until modern history, all women did wear skirts. And what's more, actually what's more interesting is the fact that the reason that Hasidim today wear long frocks or long jackets um, and that form of clothing is the standard dress for Tamid HaChachamim as well, Rabbanim and Rosh Hashiva, uh, this, ra- this rabbi accepted but many all Rabbanim in Europe certainly um, and Rosh Hashiva of today wear long frocks and the reason is for the same reason to cover the legs. It is simply more tzniyazdig and therefore befitting a Talmud Chacham to act with more tzniyaz and cover the legs, the same concept of sneeze by women applies to men. Now, <clears throat> if a skirt is short and reveals the knees or anything above the knees, although the legs might be covered with sick, thick sacks, it's still a problem. And this is where we see this point. And obviously the same thing would apply if someone were to wear pants. The, the problem is, is that the form and shape of the legs can be seen which, in other words, means this yerech is not chamuke, the yerechaim, the thighs are not hidden. And although they are totally covered, a person, like I'm saying, is wearing some uh, heavy clothing over it, or even pants, <clears throat> it's still a departure from sneeze, and it's quite a serious departure from sneeze. And likewise, this problem mm-hmm. of that the form of the legs are visible, even if they're covered, is a problem, is a problem really in the rest of the body as well, if clothing is too tight, it causes the same issue, that once the form of the body is visible, that's a lack of sneeze as well. So the, the biggest, definitely the biggest application of this is skirt length, as we are discussing, but as it extends to other parts of the body, if a person is wearing clothing that is too tight, and therefore <clears throat> clearly um, the, the shape of the body is very discernible, or it is too sheer, so it's somewhat see-through, the, the, it's, you, you know, the body is flat framed, it's a, it's a problem of tzniyas. Now, there is a distinction between the legs and the rest of the body, because the legs have to be totally hidden. So therefore, there, you know, there's no other option other than a skirt. 
and any other departure from that is problematic. But other parts of the body don't have to be hidden in the same way. For example, the arms don't have to be hidden the way legs have to be hidden, clearly. Um, and a person can wear something with tight sleeves, and although that, that, that outlines the shape of the arm, that's not considered a departure from seeing. And we'll see a little bit later why that is, that arms in specific, the, sh- the shape of the arms is not an issue. But other parts of the body, right, certainly the chest and, and other parts of the body, um, if, they, if the clothing is tight in that area and it creates the form of the body, that itself is a departure from tzniyas and it's, basically then it is equivalent to the skirt being above the knees. And clothing which is sheer and somewhat see-through is even a greater problem and that could be a problem on arms as well. The Gemara actually discusses the concept of see, see, uh, seeing uh, parts of the body through glass. The Gemara talks about that even if something is distorted through glass, you still can't make a bracha. Like, for example, if someone, a man was looking through a window and a woman that's not dressed sneezingly passes by, he is forbidden from making a bracha, even though he's looking through a window. And there's a window, even if it's a slightly fogged up window, still, being that you can see. So, likewise, the concept is applied by Paiskim to clothing which is sheer. It doesn't change anything. Once there is enough that it's sheer enough that you can see through it and, and discern the body part behind it. Uh, it creates a problem of, of, of giloy and at the, obviously a lack of sneers. And the challenge with this whole aspect of sneers, both in tightness and in uh, sheerness, etc., is that it's rather subjective. There's no hard and fast rule with this. It can't be measured with a ruler or any other instrument. And it largely depends on a person's sensitivity. Uh, it is particularly difficult because very often the difference between how good something looks or not is how tight it is and, or, or how loose it is. If something's too loose, it doesn't look good. It looks schleppy, and if it's uh, a little tighter, so it looks better. So there becomes a very, very fine line to know whether is this still okay or has this already pushed the boundary and has become questionable in Tznius. And the right approach to take is really to get an objective opinion of someone that's a Yarishamayim who cares about Tznius and ask them their opinion. Do they think that this is still okay and this is still fine and still presentable? And that's the best way. And uh, generally, not a good idea to ask the sales lady that question. <laughs> but, uh, but ask you know, someone that you trust, and that's, that's really the right approach. And if that's not possible, then a person should really err on the side of caution. Because if someone holds back from buying something that they like, and, and it is hard, and I know, you know that uh, it's very difficult to find clothing, to find sneeze clothing, to find clothing that works and that fits and that looks good, and, and everything else works out, but there's this little question of how sneeze it is, and a person then says, no, okay, I'm not going to buy it because of that. That's a tremendous act of Yerushimayim. Um, and, and it's a great schus, it'll be bracha to, and simcha to one's home, and to, it'll be a tremendous example for one's children. <clears throat> Having a slit in a skirt, now obviously if the slit extends above the knee, so that's certainly an issue because that uh, has the same problem. It doesn't hide the legs which need to be hidden, as we said, chamuki rechayich. But even having a slit which is which is exclusively under the knee, but the skirt it says has itself. I'm sorry, has a slit is still an issue, and it's similar to the other problem which I mentioned in the beginning, which is if undergarments <clears throat> are visible. What is the problem with having undergarments visible or discernible through the clothing? Um, or this kind of concept of a slit. The problem is, the core issue with both of these things is that anything suggestive has the propensity to cause hirher. 
a meaning that it would catch the eye of a man and have, a, have an effect upon him, a negative spiritual effect. And the Paiskim talk about even if there is a picture on the wall, which is not Sneas, a person is not allowed to say Kriyashma or make a bracha when facing that picture because, it, again, it has that effect. It has, it causes, has a negative spiritual effect on a person's mind. And anything which has that effect of causing hirhur is included in the obligation to dress bitsnias. You know, uh, undergarments are obviously something private, and when they're visible, either over clothing or through clothing, it's a departure from that privacy. And it's somewhat suggestive, or at time even provocative, and this causes hirhur, which in turn is a violation of tznias. And there's even a source in halacha, um, specifically for this concept, the halacha la'elenu is when someone has to tear kriya, right? They have to tear their clothing because they lost a, uh, a mother or a father. So the halacha is that the clothing has to be torn until one reveals their heart, right? Which literally means until you can see their chest. So the halacha is, even by man, that you don't have to tear your undergarments. You tear your, your garments, and then even if your undershirt is covering your chest, it's still cold, you revealed your, ch- your chest, because undergarments are the same as being unclothed. A person walking around in undergarments is just as if he's not wearing clothing. And specifically regarding when a woman tears Kriya, it says that she needs to do it in private, even though there is clothing under it. And then after she does the Kriya, you pin it back up, because that's not sneezing, that the undergarments should be visible. So there's a very clear source that visible undergarments is a problem. And again, the idea is because, uh, because it causes hearer and, and uh, it's, it has this lack of, of, uh, of modesty. And, you know, I, I'm mentioning this source in particular because I want to demonstrate that uh, just about everything in Sneas has a source. Uh, we're not going through all of them. That would be, you know, time-consuming. But uh, everything has a source, somewhere in Halacha, somewhere in Shulchan Aruch, somewhere in the Gemara. Uh, and even though largely they, they tend to be self-understood, and someone who has a feel for modesty and sensitivity will understand that, obviously, you know, that's the way a person needs to dress when to beat Sneestig, but they have sources as well. <clears throat> and, and many of you, I'm, I imagine, have seen Rabbi Falk's Zatzal, his Sefer on Sneest in English, but it might interest you to know that he published separately two volumes in Hebrew, two thick volumes, uh, hundreds of pages, like 600 pages, just source material, just source material for everything that he writes in that, in the Eyes of Harvard Levusha, in his English book, uh, he has sources for everything. And unfortunately, that book is, is, I believe, out of print, but I have access to it. And uh, I've been going through a lot of it, and it's amazing. He really works through every single aspect of Tznius and brings sources, many sources, and from many different, uh, different places to demonstrate these concepts and these halachas of Tznius. <clears throat> the last thing I want to discuss today is the obligation to cover the arms, right, up till the elbow, including the elbow. And this is actually a Mishnah. This is actually a Mishnah in Mesechtas Kesuvis. The Mishnah describes this as Das Yehudis. What does Das Yehudis mean? So there's two things. There's <clears throat> something called Das Moshe, the law of Moshe, and there's something called Das Yehudis, which is the law of Jewish women. The Das Moshe means something that the Torah already clarifies as Tzinius. So <clears throat> uncovering parts of the bodies of the, the torso or uncovering here, the Gemara says, is a problem of Das Moshe because the Torah makes it clear it has to be covered. And Be'ez Hashem next week, we'll talk about that. But Das Yehudis, the Gemara says, is the arm. The arm is a problem of Das Yehudis, which means the Torah doesn't clarify it needs to be covered. But Jewish women, who want to be modest, accepted it upon themselves. So the all of Klai Yisrael made this joint decision. 
And once that's the case, it becomes das yehudis, it becomes law amongst Jewish women. And if a woman transgresses that, she has departed from das yehudis, and the Gemara says that that's cause for divorce if she does it you know, <clears throat> uh, uh, um, knowingly and, and deliberately. So the, the concept is, is because covering the upper arm isn't as much a departure from sneeze as covering the chest and, and the legs. Those have to be covered because the Torah requires it. Covering the upper arm is more of like a, a geder to keep us more in, in as modest as possible to keep the, a person's eyes off a woman as much as possible. That's why it's referred to as Das Yehudas, and that's why we mentioned before that in the arm, the shape is okay. okay. The shape can be seen, because it, as long as it's covered, then one has satisfied this, uh, this requirement of Das Yehudas. And Das Yehudas really covers all kinds of inappropriate actions and things that are suggestive or uh, provocative. Like, for example, the Gemara talks about a woman who is um, weaving or knitting some kind of something like that in the street, and she's doing it in a way uh, with a certain color clothing that it uh, it seems to be very suggestive or provocative, and it calls pe- causes people to steer at her uh, inappropriately. And the Gemara says that's also a departure from Das Yehudis, and she does this in public. So <clears throat> that's a source also where we see that Sneas extends beyond skirt lengths and beyond measurements and widths and lengths. Uh, Tzniyas is a, 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 sensitivity, a sensitivity and it's a way not only that how we dress but also how we act and how we comport ourselves and how we, we, we display ourselves in, uh, in public and the lifestyle of modesty that Jewish women strive for is known as Das Yehudas and they, throughout the ages Jewish women have already set different bars for themselves what it means to be modest. Um, next year, next week, Amir Tashem, we will hopefully then talk about um, the obligation to wear sacks to cover the leg from the knee down, and hopefully we will also be able to cover um, the topic of shaitals as much as we can get to next week.